0: And sanguine sisters to deeply discussing Dexter. I'm your host Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello, Brooke Merritt.
1: Hi.
0: And Zach Roland. Hey. And today we're discussing season six, episode one. Those kind of things. On this episode, Angel has a sister who's now on permanent Harrison duty. Laguerta has blackmailed herself a promotion to captain. Colin Hanks isn't, but Edward James almost. He's so very close. And party snakes. What did you guys think of this episode overall? I didn't like it. It, it was bad.
2: Like the CGI was bad. The, the just the the reunion storyline was was terrible. Uh, they introduced new characters that did not need to exist. Uh, it,
1: it it's just not good. Yep, I agree. All bad just all bad
3: i thought it was all right uh i'm i was i was uh anticipating a lot worse but for for the i don't know for the most of it i was like okay cool i'll bite not like a snake but i'll bite
0: (laughs) yeah i i thought there's uh, there's promise in the early part of this season um and there's some things that happen over the course of the season, that I think like there's elements of it that are really good, um, some things that are the best they've ever been, but uh, overall, um, I think what most of us that have seen the show before are dealing with is like sort of tearing open the old wound of oh man, we know where this is going. That mm-hmm. nothing nothing good can come of this. Like as soon as. Colin Hanks and Edward James Olmos show up. You're like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. And for me, it's the first time, so I'm like, oh okay, okay. What are they? Okay, up to? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> we got well, two weirdos out there. Let's let's figure them out. Well,
2: yeah. Like <laughs> as soon as you, the first time you're watching this, you see Edward James Olmos and Colin Hanks, and you're like, well, how could this possibly go bad? <laughs>
1: And, and can I just say, Colin Hanks isn't a terrible actor, but he is so bad on Dexter. He is just so painfully terrible. I just, every scene with him is just awful.
3: Yeah. I got that, but I also thought that he was doing it on purpose. So
1: I was like, I was <laughs> keep watching. I, if it's on purpose. Yeah, his characterization is so bad. So
0: again, like, I think it. Plays well off of Edward James almost. Like, I think when the two of them are working together, it's fine. I think whenever you see him by himself or when he's in the, uh, when he meets up with his sister or the, any of that kind of stuff, it's like he just doesn't quite know how to, um, it's like because he's not, he's not a serial killer, like, he's not a psychopath, he's not, uh, Detached, so he's always playing it like everyone's about to find out about him. Um, he he always has this kind of nervous, anxious feel to him, which it, it just doesn't it doesn't really gel into a three dimensional person. It Always just feels like he's half of the partnership. You know, there's his teacher and there's him, and he's the student, and he's naive and weird and all that kind of stuff. I think
1: stuff. he overplays the the when he's interacting with Edward James almost. I think he overplays it and it's just almost over the top whiny and I don't know. I just I remember watching it first run that was the very first time I was like, "Oh, this is going to be bad."
0: I think that's the balancing thing cuz yeah. almost is always uh very like Kind of quiet and and uh has that sort of intensity to him but it's always a quiet intensity and so i think they i think whether they decided it this way or not like colin hanks is like well i'm going to be the like energetic you know moving around jumping around anxious guy to balance out edward james almost just kind of sitting there and standing otherwise it's just two guys like sitting completely still going so, are we gonna do this? Yeah, all right. All right, okay, cool. It's basically yeah. like two of me going out and doing that,
2: so. <laughs> You know you what know, would've been a good juxtaposition for this season? If they would've kept Liddy around? You've got all this religious stuff going on, and then Liddy comes in and says something horribly crass? It would've been great.
3: There's no place for Liddy in the budget.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, Dexter dials 911 to report that he's been stabbed. He's wearing his killing garb. Two paramedics show up, and he M99s them both as they bend to check on him. They wake up on Dexter's tables. Turns out the two were letting some of their patients die to sell their organs. The police got the dirty doctor, but they missed these suppliers.
2: I was disappointed in this scene.
0: Like, right off
2: the bat. Because they're immediately lying to the audience. They showed Dexter in his killing garb and he's calling 911, but he is clearly feigning an injury. Why is he like grabbing his gut?
0: Right. Why is he playing to the camera? Yeah.
2: Exactly. And I hated that. I'm like, oh my God, what happens? I I think it's going to do like a jump back in time like 12 hours earlier or something. And it was all a ruse, but who was he playing to?
0: It looks exactly like when uh he was nearly caught when he was dealing with like the two guys last season when like there was the guy that uh uh lumen shot and then they were in that like that sort of industrial area and he nearly got caught a couple times in that as well. It looked like they had just sh- like shot an extra scene there and it was like or like it was gonna go back and say something about last season that they forgot to tell us so they could set something up. Um, that didn't really bother me so much, though. Um, it's it is weird in retrospect, um, thinking about it, that like I know Miami Metro is bad, but like they didn't even pick up on the fact that two paramedics completely vanished,
1: right? And yeah. that's
0: never addressed again. So yeah, <laughs>
1: I I agree There's, with Aaron. It was a big disappointment because that, that opening like two seconds where it's like, ooh, he's been stabbed, then you're like, wait, what? And then he's on the phone with 911, and these paramedics come. You don't send police for a stabbing now? You just send two paramedics. Nobody questions it. And then he shocks them, which is so out of character for Dexter itself. That was just like, you know, are they trying to amp it up by having him do that? Just I didn't like it at all for all of those reasons.
0: Yeah.
1: It was completely misstep after misstep after misstep in a very short scene. Yeah,
2: I didn't even think about the cops not showing up. That that makes it even more ridiculous. Well, I,
0: I mean, it's never even mentioned at Miami Metro. Like, no one's assigned to look into the two paramedics that just vanished. Right. Yeah, guys, it's because it's Miami. People <laughs> die here every day.
1: <laughs> Some people murdered. die in Miami. Some are murdered. Some are murdered. <laughs> mm.
0: That was just written on the police report. The paramedics are <laughs> missing. Some people die in Miami. Um... Dexter mentions that a year has passed since Seasons 5. Everything's going great. Like, he's happy. Everything's working out. He's killing people. It's all good. Um, there's a POV shot from Dexter's perspective as he walks into the room. We see Jamie Batista for the first time, who I don't think gets introduced by her name for a while, if not even this episode. Uh, but she's Harrison's new babysitter. She's in a bikini because Angel watched Harrison while she went to the pool. I'm not complaining. Jamie is living in the apartment next door. She offers to stay and study at Dexter's, but he lets her go and reminds her that he needs to stay uh, the next night for Dexter's high school reunion.
2: Yeah, because I guess in the off-season, Dexter bought the apartment next to him for a living, in nanny.
0: With all of his millions of dollars, yes. Yeah.
1: And, and no explanation about why we lost the last sitter. Never even. They made her such a big Just Maria Doyle Kennedy time. said no. Has a real job. Yeah. yeah. But, you she know, got just. Tired. She got they tired made her of such a big point. To Orlando. Well, I mean, it's a pretty good gig. He can afford to send her to Orlando. He can afford to buy Jamie an apartment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's taken a while, Zach, but I told you way back at the end of season two when we lost Lila that it wasn't going to be the end of the. The eye candy women.
3: You weren't lying. Um, <laughs> this might be the new Lila season already. To she, me it's like, well, you know,
0: <laughs> she friendship she, is rare. She's not <laughs> gross, which makes her a lot more attractive to me than Lila. <laughs> yeah, but she's, she's not. She's already like age. So <laughs> she's not. Uh, no, I think yeah, she's in college, I like, right? I mean, for me, she's age. underage, but you know, she's not illegal. Was she yeah. in
1: college?
0: Yeah, she's in college.
1: Yeah. yeah. And surely he didn't move a high schooler into the apartment next door to him. That would be a little too weird. <laughs> Angel's
0: sister, it's the getting high odd. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're making a whole fine, different Angel. show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think she's still even a little older than that. Because, I, I mean, well, I, that's jumping ahead. Yeah,
0: I think she's We're in around. her 20s. Yeah, we should
3: wait. Yeah. I mean, so. you can be in any age and be in college. I, not really. Not that that makes sense. Any age above 18
0: <laughs> or below? I don't, you know what? Doogie man need. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Deb and Dexter go to a parochial preschool to see about a valid place for Harrison. Angel's daughter went to the school. The nun finds out that Dexter isn't religious and seems concerned. Captain Matthews is speaking at a ceremony for LaGuerta's promotion to captain. We then see Matthews and LaGuerta meet in a parking garage. It turns out LaGuerta blackmailed Matthews with a madam's contact list. It's also revealed that Angel and Laguerta are divorced. Uh,
2: okay, you know, thank God we invested so much time in Liguista for it to, Aww. you know, pan out off-screen. Hey man, I'm
0: happy that that's done and that I didn't have to watch any of it.
2: True, but what's the last thing that happened when we when we saw them? They got back Oop. together.
0: That was like yeah. the
2: last
1: thing that happened in season
3: five. It's I mean, a long way from the couch to the bedroom.
1: I'm happy to see them split up, but it just goes along with this whole episode where they're just like, "eh, whatever." We're just gonna just change a bunch of things. Just we don't know what we're doing anymore, so we're just gonna throw things and see what sticks.
0: Well, they have to set the table for the Scott Buck show running, and so they are resetting burn everything a lot of down. Things.
2: Burn it all down. We're rebooted again.
0: Yeah, it, it's definitely rebooted. Um. Masuka leads a class through Miami Metro. He's teaching forensics. Angel gets caught up on a young, busty blonde and says the future looks bright before realizing that he's staring. Deb asks the preschool and or asks about the preschool. And when Dexter says he hasn't heard yet, she says "Tick tock, Dex." Is that a Jordan Chase callback, or did they just not remember that that's something he said last season?
3: They didn't yeah, remember. It's like, it, yeah, they're, they're, that's <laughs> not something she's ever said before. It's yeah. such a weird line. That's the sound of Harrison's They're like, oh, you know, catchy line.
1: We have heard this
2: before. <laughs> that would have been amazing. She's just like thinly veiled <laughs> threats towards Harrison. TikTok tock, Dexter. That's the sound of Harrison's <laughs> life
0: ticking away. Uh, Dexter's true reason for going to his reunion is that one of his classmates was murdered. Dexter thinks it was her high school boyfriend. We see Edward James almost riding a canoe being paddled by Tom Hanks. Uh, okay. <laughs> are looking for a pregnant snake. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hanks it just, this one show out of just water. got a
1: lot better. Uh, yeah, like, this would have been a much better show.
0: We're pregnant snake searching.
1: What an
2: epic introduction! It doesn't get better than that. Um, I,
3: will, I will say that it does. Yeah, just it sort of falls on you like an air conditioning unit in New York City. Like you're like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> And then it cuts away without any type of explanation.
2: Yeah.
0: It's nothing. <laughs> we got one. We got one. Uh, Dexter dodges a Ned Ryerson type and sees the target. He has modified his class reading to stab and get a blood sample from the target. He's stopped again by a woman who tells him he was the last man she dated before becoming a lesbian. He's stopped by a lot more people. And then Harry says that it's he's finally popular and so he should enjoy it. Dexter's target fist bumps Dexter, giving him the sample of his own blood. When asked about his deceased wife, the target says he sometimes still gets angry about how she left him, which was supposedly a suicide, but Dexter thinks he knows better. The target sees the former prom queen, Trisha, and starts scoping her out with Dexter. He leaves to talk to her, and Dexter sees a touch football sign-up sheet. It's a new chance to get blood from the target.
1: Also, Dexter would not do that. Dexter, it's so out of tune with the character. He can come up... How many times has he found ways to get blood from people that did not involve contact sports? Also,
3: why does he need blood? Can't he just get, like, DNA? I know he's a blood analysis expert, but can't he just get DNA,
0: if any kind? Like,
1: like he's always done?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It's almost weird. like the people that are running this season have not seen an episode of Dexter before.
3: Very much so. <laughs> I, want, I really just know. want to know why, like, Michael C. didn't just... He's, he's like, he's doing it, and he's like, you guys know I can just, like, get saliva or steal a cup or... And they're like, shut up, Michael C. Hall. We run the <laughs> show now.
1: <laughs> like, stab him with a ring. Like, he's not going to notice that he just got <laughs> stabbed in the hand. such so a weird thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's stupid.
0: Um, so... Edward James Olmos and Colin Hanks are stalking out a roadside fruit cellar. Colin Hanks approaches him and mumbles some biblical passage. While the seller's is back is turned, Colin Hanks pulls out a rusty machete. Uh, LaGuardia is clearing out her office. She tells Angel it's practically his if she recommends him for the job. Angel promises to think about it, going after the vacant lieutenant job. Deb and Dexter get called to the scene of the fruit cellar. Masuka's students are also there, but not allowed to cross the police tape. All that they have at the scene are the victim's intestines left on the scale. Dexter shows them the trail to where the victim was dragged, killed, and disemboweled. Dexter ducks out to play in the flag football game. Dexter's lancet is broken by mistake, so Harry tells Dexter to break the target's nose with an elbow. Mission accomplished.
3: I mean... I'm glad Harry's still around. I gotta say, <laughs> otherwise, like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like if he didn't have a, this this like this deep conscience telling him to do things, he would never have any direction in life.
0: elbow in the nose, son like
2: <clears throat> why <laughs> what was he planning on doing with the lancet? How was he going to nonchalantly stab him <laughs> yeah, it's that's. Same way he was going to do it with
0: the ring. That's for Dexter to figure out, Aaron. (laughs) Dexter runs the blood, and it matches the crime scene. Joe is proven to be the killer. Dexter and Angel have a basic conversation about religion. It ends with Dexter asking if there is a god. Angel can't describe it, and Dexter writes it off as nonsense. Um, Get used to this, because Dexter's search for religion is a big part of the season. Yippee! So good. Fun stuff. Angel and Jamie go out for dinner. Jamie mentions how Dexter has to go out onto his boat a lot. She thinks she's trying to keep his grief about Rita away from Harrison. Angel says he's acting lieutenant and is likely to get a permanent promotion. Angel is overprotective about Jamie showing skin. He doesn't want anyone thinking that they're dating for reasons
2: so instead he's like she's a prostitute
1: what is this what because she showed her arms she like took off her sweater and showed her arms he's like oh no cover up and why is his mind even going there oh people are gonna think i'm on a date with with my sister no probably not And why is his mind even going there i was so distressed by this scene
0: and who cares and i've been to miami like, right? She's not showing skin for Miami.
1: Oh. Right? She just showed her arms. That's it. It wasn't even that low cut. Just she showed a shoulder. Like, ooh. Yeah. Step back. Uh, who
2: are we to know better than Miami Metro? Like, uh.
0: but Angel's extra pervy this season because um, he was checking oh, out the sister. He was checking out that lab tech in, in earlier, and yeah, that wasn't La passion. That's, that wasn't his style. So. Who knows? He's
3: got a he's got a lot of la passion built up after his divorce.
0: I guess they didn't want to make it Masuka's sister. I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Like I said, um as far as Jamie's concerned, I am not complaining. Just not complaining. <laughs> yeah, you gotta it's, she's, she's it's fine. Little... It's 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 everything's fine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The show, the show moves on. We're all better for it. <laughs> um,
0: Dexter tells the nun that he never really had faith in his childhood, but he wants this for Harrison. She says she will try and find a place for him. The fruit vendor is found dead on the beach. They find that he was cut open and then sewn shut in the pattern of an alpha and omega. Dexter cuts into one of the stitches, and a bunch of CGI snakes pop out. Dexter realizes that whoever did this is no amateur.
2: This, this scene was laughably bad. <laughs> yeah, because those stitches
3: look pretty amateur.
2: <laughs> well, not just that, it's like the snakes come out and they don't even, they look like they're just kind of floating above the body. It's, oh, it's so bad. And then they just start picking them up and they, they're clearly like fake snakes. It's, oh, it's weird.
0: It's, it's when you use CGI to make an animal do something that it wouldn't naturally do and that's the reason that you're using the CGI it's like maybe rethink what you're trying to make happen here like don't try and make an animal do an unnatural thing and that's what happens on Mayans all the time is that they try and use animal, animals for symbolism like somebody will be doing something and like the, the camera will pan over and you'll see like a cockroach like kind of walking in a similar way or something like that and it's like dumb, don't do that just, just don't. L- let them, I mean, if you're going to have snakes, make them act like snakes. I don't know. A wise man once said, why did it have to be snakes?
3: <laughs> I was, uh, it was Indiana Jones. I know that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I hadn't heard of him.
0: Dexter returns to the reunion to take care of Joe. He runs into. I'm going to interrupt
1: something real quick on there. I want to oh, go, go back ahead. to something. When he was talking to Joe earlier, and Joe didn't remember him at all. He was talking to him, and Joe's like, "Oh, I don't remember you." But then he says, "Yeah, I heard you went through something." So another complete lack of paying attention mm-hmm. to what you're writing. Like, yeah, no, didn't know you. Didn't know you in school. Oh yeah, I heard you went through something. If you didn't know him, how did you hear it? Just that really was yet another little thing that really just pissed me off about this episode.
3: I just yeah. wanted to point and, that out. And also, uh, yeah, how long is a freaking high school reunion? Like, I there, I don't understand why there's multiple days with multiple activities. There are. Like, it's Apparently, that's
1: a thing. Dale and I just had this conversation, actually. Really? Because I refused to go to my reunions. But apparently, it was, what, three days at our reunion or something? What?!
0: It was, uh, it was definitely two. I don't know about three, because they went to the homecoming football game on Friday, and then there were activities during the day on Saturday, like for your family to come along, and then the actual like reunion reunion was Saturday evening.
1: So, like three different events. Three different yeah. events. That's that's a lot. That's a big commitment. It was, it was
0: 24 hours, basically. I mean, I didn't go to the football game, so I didn't see that part
1: of it. You didn't play I any flag was... football to try to get blood samples or I anything. I didn't.
0: No, <laughs> I had to had to wait until Friday night to to drive back and uh, to or to drive out there because um, I live like five hours from where we went to high school. But uh, I was doing the the DJ, VJ thing, and
1: uh, I had to bring all my gear out, so it was interesting timing for this episode considering Dale and I just had a conversation about high school reunions yeah wow.
0: well and we actually like were in the same room for the first time since we went to high school
1: right. recently. Yeah. so that yeah.
0: was interesting too
1: first time oh. in person since 1995 yeah I'm still probably not going to uh. go to reunions though <laughs> 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 eh, we'll see
0: Um, CGI snakes um no So
1: we were getting ready to do the blowjob. Dexter returns to the reunion.
0: (laughs) He runs into Trisha. (laughs) Wow. section. Already. Oh, yeah.
1: This section, yes.
3: (laughs) This is my favorite scene. This is is the scene I've been waiting for. I was born ready.
0: So Trisha says that she uh, cheated off of Dexter in high school and she wants to return the favor by giving him a very silly blowjob. (laughs) Dexter. <laughs> silly blowjob. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the silliest. It's a, it's a Scott
1: Buck like Dexter meets 1982 meatballs. <laughs> yeah, it was like Revenge Animal of the House Herds. or yeah, those movies. Because that's so Scott Buck's humor. It was Breakfast just...
3: Club. It was very
0: Breakfast Club.
1: Oh it was Just like they like no, zoom like in on really his face movies. and like he
0: crosses his eyes kind of thing.
1: Like yeah. Porkies, that's the movie I was thinking of. It made me think of Porkies. Porkies? Yeah, from nineteen? I didn't realize they were going to
3: come back to it when it was like, they like pan up to the ceiling and then they like cut down to his face and then they're like, she's like, all done. And it's just like. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's silly. <laughs> it's completely <good. laughs> ridiculous. Uh, well, and Dexter Thanks, has. That was delicious. Dexter, <laughs> Dexter has the thought that's like, that's oh, like, uh, Um there's no way that. Uh, there's no way that she was satisfied by that. She's like, "That was great." Like go go ahead.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's just a Scott Buck, man. Uh. His his humor is so so awful.
0: So Dexter steals her phone before returning her purse. He texts Joe from her phone and invites him to a secluded spot. Joe manages to knock the M99 out of Dexter's hand. Dexter goes ahead and starts giving him the speech anyway. Dexter dodges a punch and chokes Joe out. He wakes up tied down to a table made from a scoreboard. Turns out Joe killed her to save on what it would have cost for a divorce. What a storyline. Joe's Jesus tattoo distracts Dexter. He tries to get some information about religion from Joe, but it's all nonsense, too. Dexter kills Joe with a hammer and says, Hammer time. Because they had already run that joke into the ground at the reunion. Yeah. I don't know what hammer time is. I don't understand hammer time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quinn meets up with Deb. Quinn is acting nervous and weird, obviously because he wants to propose. While he's in the bathroom, a shooter in body armor shows up. Deb manages to take him out. She's filmed by a guy with a cell phone. And Edwards, James, Almos, and Colin Hanks recite biblical verses that have to do with the seven snakes. That is the end of the episode.
3: I will say that I thought that 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 um, shop shooter scene was pretty good like I mean especially because of sort of like the relevance that it's been having in the last few years and like the club stuff that's been happening but like just doing something like that even back when this show aired live I think you know like they're they're giving you those in the moment sense cuz I mean it that kind of happened in Miami later on which is really sad but you know with the with the club and everything But I thought that that was really great how they showed how technology is starting to really come into this whole thing and being like, oh, well, now we're getting cops on film doing certain stuff. Like, we've always always had cops, but now cell phones and the way that the mass media is working in terms of social media is starting to, like, take effect in the show. Yeah. I like that that scene.
1: Yeah, that was a decent scene.
0: Thank God they weren't there last season when uh, Deb, like... Yeah. got a couple of people killed by not acting quickly enough so
3: exactly yeah totally different deb she got
0: reset and now she's just like super cop <laughs> she got rebooted in the last year that we haven't seen too so
2: it was yeah. also this also worked out much better for her, her than the last club shooting she was involved That's in That's what
0: I was talking about
2: I thought you were talking about when she like didn't <laughs> shoot
0: the guy with the machete
3: <laughs> no. he,
0: well that was part <laughs> same, of the episode same season, and the other yeah. part was that uh yeah that she got that like their uh their bait well the it
2: was the one that got the her killed,
0: okay, fair yeah, enough. tomato tomato, yeah, <laughs> same scene, different cop <laughs> <laughs> it's all Miami metro, yeah,
2: yeah, it, it was all a tragedy,
0: so um yeah, this was directed by John Dahl, longtime uh dexter director written by our best friend, Scott Buck. Um, he's the showrunner now for the rest of the series. And uh, for this season, he wrote the uh, premiere and the finale. So what was everyone's best line of the episode?
2: I liked the one where he called a uh, high school reunion all the warmest elements of a federal work camp with those of a third, uh, mixed with those of a third world poultry farm
0: yeah solid joke
1: (laughs) I liked it I went with it's a miracle I graduated without killing anyone Mm. there's not a lot of options on this one so Uh, that's actually the next line from the poultry (laughs) I couldn't remember the whole Um, poultry line so I went with
3: that mine was uh, when he's at Harrison's school and he says nothing I don't believe in anything Mm -hmm. And I was
0: like, amen, brother.
1: (laughs) Felt that, didn't you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, How about the worst line of the episode?
2: I had the entire Batista Jamie restaurant scene.
1: (laughs) I had the same thing.
3: Uh,
0: I went with the TikTok Dexter. (laughs) so, So stupid. That's the sound of your life running out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there were a lot of contenders. When he did the little fake cheer, "Tonight is made for victory," it's time to make you dead. When he was cheering in the shed, that was close. But the Jamie and Angel thing was just too uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Well, it has been uh, it has been three seasons now, and I'm I'm finally putting it to rest. This will be the last Chickie Hines memorial performance of the episode.
3: Oh,
1: Really? Because it's all so bad from here.
0: We're done with Chicky Hines. Like <laughs> he served his purpose. What are we going to call it now?
1: We still have For to now. pick one. It's going to get a lot harder. Mama Snake perform.
0: <laughs> Mama Snake memorial. I said the Aster and Cody. <laughs> oh, perform- Aster and Cody memorial. Yeah, <laughs> they're gone. Uh oh. <laughs> Anyone have an actor
1: that was good?
3: well easy easy choice for me I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Batista's sister Um, if not her then that silly blowjob either performance (laughs) was really really worth
1: it I went with the intern who passed out (laughs) well done no (laughs) No. (laughs) this is how it's going to be the rest of the show Jamie every time (laughs) 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 it's alright
3: silly Mm. silly blowjob girl for the win I think silly blowjob performance of the episode should be the new... T- <laughs> silly blowjob
1: performance. <laughs> she
3: was Time warp silliest, from 1980. The silliest performances of every episode. <laughs> that
1: that'll be a be, lot easier than picking a yeah, best.
0: That'll definitely be a lot easier. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, well, we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with me and watching this show again. Uh, We will see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter.